First question, Jade, uh, how do you turn around a nine-goal loss to the same team two weeks later? Oh, we addressed it pretty honestly, and you have two options. You tuck it under the carpet and try and stay positive, or you confront it and take responsibility. That's what we did last week, and it was more about what we did last week to get ready for Glenelg, and I thought we got our form back and got back to doing things that we value, and we know that stack up in this competition, let alone finals, and it's pretty raw from two weeks ago, so... We're aware of how that game felt and looked for us, and it didn't look like a Norwood game at all. And we got exposed in a lot of areas, so uh, we'll work through what needs to be addressed from whether it was the last time we played them or do we concentrate more on the North Adelaide performance from Adelaide in the weekend. You don't always get a chance for redemption, I guess. You'd be pretty happy that all the players, in particular, that two weeks later you do get a chance. Yeah, well, our redemption was based on having double chance as well. Like, we had a chance to bounce back from that first final against the Crows, and we were able to come up against a strong outfit in Glenelg, who we've had good battles with over the last two years, and, and that was our opportunity for redemption for playing an all way and keep continuing this final series. But, yeah, two weeks ago, it's pretty fresh on the mind about how that game unfolded, like we said before, and, yeah, we're aware of what we need to get done to be able to compete against Adelaide. Can you beat them? Absolutely. We, you don't fluke finishing top three. We've... Had good battles with Adelaide this year. We got just over line the first time with a Panos performance at the parade and then we beat them by a couple of goals the second time and they got hold of us the third time. So uh, we, we know we can perform against them and uh, you don't get to this point of the year without believing that you can win. The main areas you need to improve from that game? Oh, well, we got exposed around the ball. We weren't anywhere near the best version of ourselves around contests. We got beaten at stoppage and we didn't defend well. So it wasn't a great mix, Andrew. Pierce Seymour, um, in terms of selection this week, it's probably a little bit of a nice dilemma, I guess, for you to have because Max Michelani sort of held up pretty well in the heat of a first semi-final. Yeah, so Seymour hurt his ankle in the first final and played through through duress, but didn't come up and would still be 50-50 this week. And Michelani's someone we've been itching to play second half of the year, but our back line's been pretty steady. So we thought he, after probably the first quarter, was able to steady himself. He had a lot of time on Reynolds, who's a good player in this competition, and he stood up to it, and he dealt with all the different moving parts of a final, Max. So, yeah, there'll be a, we'll use the full week to give Pierce every chance, and that uh, we've got faith in Michelini and our other backs. Nick Rokar, he still looked a bit sore at the McGarry medal count on Monday night, a day after the game. Obviously... He's not 100%, but he still played well on the weekend. Is he going to be OK? He's absolutely fine. Yeah, he's been fine for the last couple of games. Yeah, it's been a lot of rehab that went in to get himself available for that first final, and he recovers well the next week and generally saw 24 hours after a game, and he'll be fine. What makes Matthew Panos such a good player? Because he's a competitor. He stands up in big moments, and he's clean, and he's a real pro week to week. Like He values training. He's... He knows his competition, obviously, being a 30-year-old and having impact in the past, but he's, I've been doing this job for a long time and rarely do you come across a player who can just have a presence that influences the players, the supporters and the coaching group the way he does. He doesn't need many touches to influence a game, does he? No, well, he, most of his touches that day were pretty effective and I think I saw him get run down the goal square and had his backside bare in the goal square up the northern end there, so uh, that was rare, but no, he had influence, didn't play to the level that he usually does against Adelaide first week back. But, like I said, went to work and training track last week and had a major impact around the ball and forward of the footy. That's the other positive when um, you played Adelaide last time, Nunn and Panos had missed a lot of footy. 
uh, they were very good in the weekend. So two weeks later, they should be even uh, more cherry ripe. That's right, and I'm, I value training really high level, and they trained to a level to play against Adelaide, but weren't quite at the level in the intensity of that game, but benefited from another week of training and performing, and then this week again, we able to get some good work into them. So we need leaders to stand up at this time of the year, and those two definitely did on the weekend amongst their other leaders with Hamilton playing really well. And, also, Roker and Boyd and Jack Hood, we consider a leader as well. Right. Any other injury concerns, Cotter? Or? Uh, Cotter, we omitted last week, so uh, that was the selection one. Uh, we've got Wilkins on the way back. He's pushing really hard. He's come back from ankle surgery post the Eagles game, which I think was round 14 case. And we've got Stockdale, who's still trying to rehab a knee. It's really pushing hard. So they're the main ones. Then we've got Tranfer, Oscar Hodge, Jai Larkins to consider, who have played senior footy late in the year. What about the ground? Um, there was a theory promoted in the Channel 7 commentary box by someone who remained nameless. Okay, so Look you know. very much no, like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adelaide before, got their last four games here at Adelaide Oval. The first game you played, you're vastly different here to the parade. Did that unsettle your team or the way you play with that first final? Now you've got the experience of that. You played a little bit of on Sunday? Yeah, I... I take the point, Case, because I can see why with how we performed that week one. I don't think it's a factor. I think that that was proven on the weekend, how we dealt. I just don't think we dealt with week one very well in our thoroughness of our preparation, physically, mentally. Um, there's, there's 11 new players that played in that first final who hadn't been at Late Oval and, yeah, at the ground. It was warm that day. Just don't think we nailed everything. So we reviewed things pretty thoroughly. And it's a ground we actually quite think suits us. And we yeah, performed really strongly in the weekend, as was shown with more just the core of our game. It wasn't the length or the width or anything like that. It was about how we actually play and our behaviours. And were you trained for you then? We've requested. There's obviously rain forecast today, which is impacting the decision at the moment. But we've requested. We think it's fair and reasonable. We should have access to the ground, considering we've played the last two. And there's no other competing priorities of AFL or rugby union this week.